your latest addition to the news, reviews and interviews across all things geeky and nerdy across all spectrums. This, of course, is part two of our three of our E3 specials, including and featuring none other than myself. <laughs> and our very own geek, Kieran. How are you, Kieran? Uh, do you know what? <laughs> do you know what? I don't even know what, what I feel anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't. Oh god. Uh, I'm I'm okay. I'm alive. I exist. Um existence is good. Uh, hey, you're here. Case, uh, you're here. I, I am it's here. a bonus. I'm recording this podcast for you lovely people out there. Um, yes. We have we have lots to talk about. We have lots oh, to talk about. Mate, we could be here till like gone midnight at this rate, honestly. Oh, right. The amount <laughs> of stuff and notes that I've made today. I'm not joking. It's been like four or five hours of labour. Well, simultaneously having a child wrapped around my neck. Oh, you A decided to have a child, and B we decided to cover E3. So, who's oh, hey, the future of gaming? You know, I'm producing the future gamers. It's all good. Well, let's oh, not be here until midnight because I do actually have work in the morning. Well, we actually have lives beyond this, believe it or not. You know, yeah. and Kieran actually has friends beyond this as well. Oh, which, do I know. now? As you like to allude to, I do not. Yeah. Oh shit! I said that out. I'm like, oh dear. <laughs> Bad. Oh dear. Right. Well, obviously, E3's been uh, interesting. Different. Not quite what I expected. I, th- I think I was expecting a little bit more, but then I suppose under the current circumstances. Yeah, given given <sighs> the fact that the world is basically still in turmoil right now, because hey, thanks Nurgle. Mm. Um, it's a Warhammer reference for all you people out there. They're like, oh my god, they lost their shit. Um, yeah. So we 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 did dif- we did different E three this year. Those were also English words in a sentence that made no sense. No, well, well, it depends, I suppose. <laughs> Just heard your brain melt. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can hear it crack and my mind melt. Um, so basically, I mean, obviously, again, I'm not really. Uh, there's been some really weird things. I've obviously both got a lot to talk about. Um, what I want to start off with was the announcements that have been made by Xbox and Bethesda. Um, that's been. Uh, now, I have a couple of worries in this, and that is obviously for me, I mean, I'm a, I do have Bethesda games. Yeah. I do concern about where the relationship between Xbox and Bethesda is going. I also concern that they will leave the fans of the other gens and other consoles behind. Mm. That is a big concern, and I have to say with all of the announcements they've they've had, the fans in the background over YouTube, um, people have been going nuts, quite frankly. Um, I'm not surprised, but hey, you know, I'll give a rundown anyway. I say a rundown, but this is actually quite a lot I'm of material to go on. Here right now. I'm just like, Holy it's shit, insane. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they've blown it out of the water. And again, it's another concern for me. I concern that PlayStation really have not done enough to... Oof really and that 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 you know me i i'm i'm That's a, I'm a playstation bold girl claim. bold claim right it's there. a very bold claim but my concerns are that they are relying too heavily on their their like exclusive releases so things like for example um you know zero horizon dawn mm. um that has been a massive game for playstation 
absolutely and it's one of my top five um but again i think that will get game of the year this year uh, i i have that feeling i don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be close for game of the year this year um but as far as microsoft is concerned what they've got here is actually for once a really strong lineup um yes and that brings me to the other point you know they've actually come out because they've had a bit of a dry time haven't they it's almost been very deserted if you want to see it like that very sandy um and now suddenly out of the blue they've gone kapow 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 have that everyone have that you know and it's like okay uh wasn't seeing that one and i did not see that coming but uh yeah so obviously um as we all know uh, Bethesda and Xbox have paired up and uh, have bought the rights to the games, company, whatever you want to call it. Uh, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. Personally, I'm... Possibly another topic for another day because I've got Absolutely. to say about that. Yes, me too. None Haven't of we all? good. <laughs> no, nor for me personally, but hey, whatever. Um, so yeah, obviously, um, the big man himself, Todd from Bethesda, the big man, uh, he introduced us to the first new release on Xbox, uh, which was Starfield. Uh, yeah, there's a little bit of excitement being drummed up by this release. Not much was given away, to be honest. Um, I'm going to presume it'll be an RPG based because there was not, again, all I saw is a bit of a clip. There wasn't anything, you know, no gameplay, nothing like that. Um, apparently, it's due for release on the 11th of the 11th, 2022. And of course, it's an Xbox exclusive. Uh, it can be played on day one with the Xbox Pass. That, that's going to be a recurring theme, I feel, with these. Uh, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Titles. <laughs> yeah. Mm. As you'll as you'll find out as I go through it. Um, next up from Xbox, Sarah Bond, the head of the Xbox Creator Experience. She then announced Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, a first-person shooter, which again is on their infamous Game Pass on Xbox. Um, on the 28th of April, 2022, it's also going to be available on PC, as are most of the other games that they're also pushing forward. Um, next in line is on their game pass is back for blood by the creators of left for dead um again a lot of people are going on about that one uh i know a lot of people that are really excited about it actually it does look pretty mint have to be honest again that's on the xbox one series x uh and s and it's due for a release on october the 12th this year so just in time for halloween be a nice one to flash about Ooh, yes and of course it's available on you've guessed it Game Pass. That sweet, sweet Game Pass. Oh, yeah. Another release called Contraband was announced. I couldn't see any dates for it, um, but I do know this will be available on release via, you know it, Game Pass. Um, and I actually haven't seen any gameplay yet, so I really can't give too much information on that one. Uh, one of the major highlights for me was this Sea of Thieves and their up-and-coming DLC. Oh, um, I saw that. They... Oh, yeah. I saw <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> My heart sort of went, you know, as you do, you go back into sort of like, well, not childhood, so to speak, so I suppose we were adults when it was released, but, you know, you're just like, oh, it's so exciting. Uh, oh. I would have been probably about 10. I'm going to have to Google it now. <laughs> That's going to be so Google your age. Are you okay? Uh, shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, um, where was I? So basically, yeah, you, you, they, they've obviously um, 
features one of my favourite uh, characters of all time from all movies, which is Jack Sparrow. I think everybody loves him, the lovable rogue. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, Disney have obviously signed up for this. Um, and let's face it, Disney, when money and anything else is involved, they're on it like a car bonnet, aren't they? You know? I mean, the, the fact that they've managed to get this licence for Sea of Thieves, and I'm assuming they've got... Um, Johnny Depp to voice him, even though I couldn't work out if it was him or not. I don't think it is. You know, very very good if it isn't. Um, yeah, it's not too bad. It, it's. I was. I no, was I'm surprised. saying that, and I'll find out it is Johnny Depp, and I'll be like, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> He's a bad version of himself. <laughs> okay. Side note: the first Pirates of the Caribbean film was in 2003. I was oh, 11. Wow. I was 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow i didn't realize it was that old oh my God. i say that old it isn't old, old but it's old enough oh my god to make me feel a bit um, good grief. but yes uh, that i honestly um if i could i would probably get sea of thieves on my pc purely oh, to play this it yeah. does look great i've got to be honest and sea of thieves actually is something that I've kind of looked at it and I wouldn't mind having a go on that. But obviously me being a PlayStation player primarily, yeah. I don't own an Xbox yet. But I say yet because after what I've seen today, like I say, I don't know. Could I don't close. know. Could be close. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, obviously a free update, which is good. Mm. Free yeah. is good. Like free. We like them. Yes, a lot. Uh, that's up, up for grabs on June the 22nd. So it's just around the corner. Yes, yeah. Uh, again, available on, you guessed it, Game Pass. Gotta love the Game Pass. Or not. Gotta love Pass. <laughs> <laughs> also uh, available on Game Pass is uh, Dragon Yakuza. Oh. Like uh, a dragon. Like a dragon. Yeah. yeah. She's already available, apparently. So there you go. Okay, fair enough. So there you have it. Uh, another one which they announced, which again, I know that there's a few... Uh, Friends of mine that are into their shoot 'em ups, if you want to call them that. Um, Battlefield 2042. Now, I, for one, am very excited for this. No, I thought you might. Because, let's be honest, shooters have been, well, a bit boring of yesteryear in recent times. Um, no, <laughs> I'm not an avid COD player anymore. I don't play Call of Duty as heavily as I once did. Um, I'm still pretty handy. You know, I, I get in, I kick ass. Um, I get all the little kids that play a little bit ragey. Uh, but um, Battlefield. Let's face it, that's the reason why adults play it now. It, oh yeah, they did. You <laughs> get the like Fortnite players come on, and they're just like, "Oh, I fucked your mum last." Like, oh my god, oh, little squealers. <laughs> <laughs> and they get what they deserve. But Battlefield 2042, um, it got me all sorts of excited for the possibility of a shooter without battle royale. <gasps> <gasps> and hold your fucking horses it's going to be like 128 players a server that's wow. four players per team wow they did that's release huge. a bunch of new stuff as well um, on this I believe from what I gleaned from a mate of mine that I work with um, he's following this with, with keen eyes um, and they've got like their objective game modes Yeah, they are literally like small maps on a larger map so you run to the area the whole objective is a map and then you fight wow. it out to see which one obviously wins the objective i don't know how they're gonna do it but like that's insane 
These maps it, are going to be enormous. Well, the thing is, I think something needs to alter with these shooter games because this is what put me off them, if I'm honest. Once I played one, I played another one, and another oh, one, yeah, another one. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but. I think once you've played one or two or three, you kind of, I don't know. There's just certain ones that have their lovely storylines and stuff like that, and they're well written and well produced, you know. But then I think people are relying a lot on this kind of multiplayer modes and stuff like that now that seems to be a massive thing and a massive selling point for a lot of people now but the the point being with battlefield and it's always well it transitioned from being a having a campaign to not having a campaign and being multiplayer only yeah i don't agree with the transition i absolutely adored the bad company series of games that they released all those years ago um, yeah before battlefield or Battlefield 4, one of the two. Um, I love that. Those those campaigns were hilariously good fun. Um, and then they just, they just sort of dropped it. Um, and obviously Activision and, and the guys at Call of Duty, they were like, yeah. no, we're, we're keeping the campaigns. We don't talk about some of the campaigns because some of the campaigns were fucking ass. <laughs> I only buy a Call of Duty game to play the campaign. That's just... It's always been that way for me, and then I sort of like the multiplayer side is is like a, oh I'll just go and kill some people because I feel yeah. like killing people. Whereas Battlefield is one of those games that the, the and the, there'll be sides for both, and I understand why people from the Battlefield side say oh well COD is shit because it doesn't have proper physics, and then the COD people are throwing shade back saying well actually I don't know what they're gonna throw at them but it's 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 unfounded just play the goddamn game and enjoy it it's yeah you'll always get people that are favor favor certain games over others then that's fine that's what games are for you know everyone's different everyone has a unique skill everybody has abilities in different games that they're able to pursue others don't you know so that's that's what's good about gaming it's an open world isn't it essentially and you can take your pick and go with whatever you feel is appropriate or in fitting for you and that's that's, that's gaming. The, that's definitely also part of the liberty they've taken with the latest Battlefield. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that. Anyway. Well, you won't have to wait too long because it's coming on October the 22nd, 2021. And yes, you guessed it. It's on the Game Pass. Day one Game Pass, but I'm not on. Yeah, we're just, we're just going to ignore the fact that we don't have an <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> Oh, but I have a PC. Damn it. <laughs> well, you've got a PC, so you can play it on Game Pass. I probably can't play it on Game Pass because it'd probably just make my PC melt. Uh. <laughs> um, and of course, uh, this this one was a bit of an unusual one, actually. I quite like the look of it, weirdly. Um, this is like an interactive movie decision type game. Right. Um, it's called 12 Minutes. Right. And it features voice acting from the awesome William Dafoe, who is like oh. godly. Um, and 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 he should be the next Joker. Just saying. Well, that, I'm, I mean, I'm with you on that. But people are going to be like, well, they can't do that. But that's a side note. And maybe we'll have to talk about We'll that have later. that debate one day. One day. I will prove that the world is clearly wrong and we are right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're always right. What are you talking about? But yeah, um, apparently it's due for release on the 19th of the 8th, 21. Oh. Um, at this point, um, you know, there's not much to go on. It's just a very quick kind of clip that I saw. Um, but it looks quite artistic. 
um, these kind of interactive decision make artistic sort of games seem to be quite popular at the moment. Um, but yeah, it looked really beautiful actually. Um, from what I can fathom out, I do believe the story starts as a man who um, he gets murdered essentially. He's got a family, he gets murdered. Okay. And basically, I don't know how, but there's some kind of an ability where he can go back in time and change the decisions that he's made that leads up to that event so to change good. things to make it good again. Um, I, so that's all I can figure out. With what little I've seen, that's all I have to go on at this moment. That's really sounding like um, Soul Suspect. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Um, I love that game. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, I'll keep an eye on that one, I think. But Life is Strange is very similar as well. It's that kind of yeah. art style, that kind of, you know, decision-making butterfly effect, I suppose mm. you can call it. Yeah, the butterfly effect. <clears throat> yeah, um, but it looks pretty good, actually. So, you know, and it's, there are three major um, voiceovers in there, apparently. Uh, I picked up on William Dafoe. According um, to this article that I've got, you've got Daisy Ridley and James McAvoy. Yeah, there you go. So there's three of them. That's... Yeah. Wow, okay, fair enough. They yeah. They some money for that. Well, they must have done. Um, but I have to say, based on what I've seen, I think it actually could potentially be quite good. I think mm. it could be quite popular as well. Yeah. Um, fingers crossed. And, of course, you've guessed it. It's on the Game Pass. God damn the Game Pass, son of a... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, another game as well, uh, which my partner was jumping up and down about, I've got to be honest, is Psychonauts 2. I'm um, never a fan of the original Psychonauts. Ah, oh, see, he, he was loving it. He's like, oh, if this is exclusive to Xbox, I'm going to lose my shit, man. I'm going to lose my shit. And obviously he found out he was, and he wasn't very happy. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I'm exclusive, I hope. That's what I'm well, I hope it is, but it doesn't actually say that on the advert, as it stands. Ah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong. Don't hold me to that, but I'm just reading exactly what it said when I watched yeah, yeah. So the actual event. Let's, um, let, let's hope that it is timed because that would suck if it is. Oh, yeah. This, so, this is what worries me. A lot of these aren't timed from what I can see. And based on that, I'm sorry, but I think Xbox won this year. Seriously. I'm, Which... I'm going I'm to talk about how you're wrong in a minute. But... <laughs> Oh well, okay. Well, we we do know that there's one game that could flush that all out, but you know, so but this is just the beginning. Um, <laughs> well, Psychonauts Two is on its way and it's due for release on August the twenty fifth. So uh, right, uh, yeah, and all together now, it's on the Game Pass. Goddamn motherfucker! <laughs> right, so yeah, um. Then I suppose after uh, that, what happened then? We had Pete Hines, who's the SVP Global Marketing and Communications from Bethesda Softworks. Uh, he then announced that they are bringing a total of 30 games made by Bethesda to, guess what? Game Pass. So they're going through their back catalogue and going, here. Have them have all. <laughs> yeah. We don't want them anymore. Take them away. <laughs> We're done. They're all glitchy. <laughs> no, that's we not glitchy. They are your problem now. <laughs> yeah, they're not your house anymore. Yeah. Um, but apparently they're also upgrading Doom Eternal for the next Ooh. gen on the 29th of June. Nice. 
Uh, obviously, the, they also mentioned that obviously it's Skyrim's 10th anniversary. Oh, so there'll yeah. be some exclusive artwork being put up on the website, apparently. Are we getting uh, a 10th, 10th anniversary fucking version of the game that includes everything we've already got? For yeah, that isn't broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh, let's hope. Um, it also appears that they're releasing another update for Fallout 76 as well, called Steel Rain, which will be available on the 7th of July. And um, a secondary DLC update called Expeditions, The Pit, which is due for release in 2022. And again, that's all available on Game Pass. So I wonder how well that will break the game that's already broken. Hmm, okay, fair enough. Hmm, this could be fun. Well, fun for those that want to play it on Xbox anyway, <clears throat> at the very least, or even PC. Um, next up is Elder Scrolls Online. Um, obviously they had an update recently with Blackwood, which I didn't buy, which is rare for me because I've bought every single DLC to date, and I refuse to pay the price for a DLC that they're charging at the moment. So it's gonna have to wait. Um, but the, thing the, is up- the console enhanced version. What does that fucking mean? <laughs> Bethesda. Oh, it's just, yeah, I really don't get it. Um, but apparently, their upgrading for PlayStation Five was actually released this week, I do believe, oh. and apparently, it hasn't gone without its problems. A lot of people have uh, given up downloading it, and they're now ordering the discs offline because they've had nothing but issues. Um, I've seen quite a few complaints actually of people trying to download it, and it's not gone down very well. Figures. Yeah, but that stuff. Uh, which is, again, another reason why I prefer discs over downloads at the end of the day. I've got, that's just me personally, but, you know. Um, so I don't know what the future holds for ESO now, as it seems that they're sort of trying to turn on their backs on the PlayStation fans, from what I can gather. Um, I don't know. It's just making me think now, you know. It makes me feel like pulling my sub as well yeah. off what yeah. I already have, because all I'm doing is propping them up with their next gen and putting it on somebody else's platform. And then yeah. are they just going to turn their backs on us? You know, yeah. Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be released on the bloody Xbox with their bloody Game Pass. Yeah. I tell you, it's making me seethe. I'm so angry about it. It's, it's I mean, just... The one thing that I understand as well is that Game Pass... So we, I hate Game Pass. I know people that love it. It gives you access to fucking thousands of games that you, you could never play in your entire lifetime. However... They are saying that they're trying to bring it to, like, TVs um, via a streamer service, depending yeah. on the manufacturer of TV. Um, they're apparently designing a tiny little streaming stick that enables you to access the Game Pass and stream games. Um, yep. And they're trying to bring it to PC as well. Um, so that, you know, if you don't already own the games, you can stream the games. So... The, I, I, Game Pass is one of those things that if you have an Xbox, you've probably got anyway, because you want to be that guy that's like, oh, well, I got Game Pass and I can play this on day one. Fucking good for you. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, I mean, time. I kind of get that. I kind of get that. Personally, though, after looking at the amount of games there is, the amount of RPGs that they're buying into, uh, most of which are some of my favourite titles, it's making me feel like... Oh, I, I kind of want to get an Xbox now. 
I never wanted to before, but I do now. Because it does feel to me like they are actually putting now their money where their mouth is. They're putting the money into gaming. PlayStation just aren't doing anything but updates. And again, I will come to that at the end of the the show. Because obviously, I will draw a line under what PlayStation have uh, announced uh, off their um, state of play. Mm. Because obviously, they're no longer anything to do with E3. And when you pitch up what they've announced through their state of play with what has happened through E3, they look ridiculous. Mm. I'm sorry, but they do. They're not doing enough. And the PlayStation Plus, like the PS Plus, that drives me bonkers. Because now you've got the element of, of PlayStation now. And unlike Xbox, what Xbox are doing is they're going, yeah, you'll have access to games on that release date. From what I've been told, I believe Game Pass is a bit cheaper than what I'm paying as well. Uh, which is, if that's the case, then it's, what? It's, Game Pass is cheaper, but you still need Xbox Live Gold to play. Well, so. I don't mind that. You know, I'm playing. I'm paying at the moment for PSN and PlayStation now. And every week, the games they give away are the games that they've put on PlayStation now. So people mm. with PlayStation now aren't really reaping what I'd call major benefits for forking out an extra near enough a tenner. You know, so it's mm. it's annoying. They're not really looking after, I don't think, the people that are paying for these things anywhere near as much as they should have been doing, which is what Xbox was neglecting as well. Mm. Now, Xbox have come along and they've gone, guess what? We're doing this. Boom. And it's like, well, actually, do you know, this is where PlayStation are failing. They're not doing this kind of stuff, which I think, you know, times are changing. We do need to sort of move with the times, unfortunately, as much as I don't like it either. Um, I, I don't like streaming games. I don't like no. downloading games. If I'm honest, I'm, I'm all about collecting things. I'm a hoarder by nature. That so, depends. yes, so for me, having solids, you know, are great because I can just sit there. You can look at them. You can touch them and you can smell them if that's what you want to do. Do you know what I mean? If you're into that kind of thing. Um, some people just like that feeling of having that i've earned that that's mine you know it's property it's an actual item it's a unanimous object and i like it but you know when you download things offline things can go horribly wrong and and i've had that happen before um things where it'll say oh you've already downloaded it and you haven't and you're like oh it's not there so you're lying and then you have to go through all the rigmarole of having to complain about it that it takes about two weeks for them to get back to you oh balls to it mate i'd rather go to a shop collect the goddamn disc put it in my flame and and if it scratches it's my fault Mm. you know that's it my responsibility i need to go and repair or repay that you know so there are good sides and bad sides to everything Mm. But I do feel that what they're offering their fans now is far better than what PlayStation are offering theirs. And that's how it's going down. And again, a lot of people, I've seen it month by month on PlayStation pages where the PlayStation fans um, and subscribers are going nuts. Because they're like, well, every month now for the last three, four months, everything you've released on PSN that you've given away for free, you've already given us on PlayStation now. Surely, those of us that have PlayStation now as well should be treated a little bit differently because we're playing you extra money. So we should have something exclusive or, I don't know, they just need to do something more. The games they give you for free 
are very substandard. There's usually three or four games you'll go, yeah, okay, that is a former AAA title, you know, but I've already played it or I already got it or nothing is really amazing that they put in there. And they need to now respond in kind. They need to up their game, seriously. But, you know. I've got a feeling they're waiting for that moment. This is typical I hope Sony. so. Typical I hope Sony. so. So we'll, I, I'm I'm gonna uh, obviously I'm a gamer. I couldn't give a shit what I play. Uh, no. As long as I'm enjoying what I'm playing, uh, but I'm gonna err on the side of Sony here and go maybe, just maybe, just maybe they've got something real fucking big that they're planning, and they'll just I, wait I, and I, like <laughs> mic drop yes. one. Fuck you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have got that pit in my stomach feeling where uh, I want to believe they've done something and they're just keeping it under wraps. Maybe. That's, I think that's what they're going to do. Cause this is I hope Sony. so. This is typical Sony. Um, they, they have one major like, oh, here's a big game we're releasing at some point. And then they just go, bam, here's another game. Here's another game. Here's another game. And they just roll them off. Oh, like, all of a sudden you're so. like, um, okay. But it will happen like in the next state of play, which is uh, due in a few months, I think. So maybe we'll cover that later. Yeah, definitely. Just looking... We've got so much material to sort of go through. So, you know, we've got so many shows. We can do as many podcasts as we like. We can talk about everything and anything. But I'm looking at. I've just. I've, I'm still panning through this Microsoft stuff, this Xbox stuff, and oh shit. I'm kind of yeah, I've just discovered something I'm I'm kind of pissed about. What's that? Um, I, I'll let you I'll let you hopefully get to it. If not, I will. I most likely will. I can assure let's, you. Let's, let's let's see what you've got, Don. Let's, let's... I'm very thorough. Um, but yeah, uh, the next game that I was paying attention to, which is something that actually quite a few YouTubers have played, um, openly on pc originally mm. um party animals i'm not sure if you've seen it it is it. flaming nuts it's crazy shit it's the kind of stuff you'd play after you've had a f- sunk a few beers like any with your mates and it's late at night what should we play on oh, yes yeah, have a game on that you know it is absolutely mental you're literally these fat little creatures and you basically go around beating the shit out of each other with spades <laughs> frying pans chucking each other off the sides of an airplane or a fucking submarine or you drown them or you burn them alive or, oh my god it's i can't be look again you, i don't know who come up with the idea they must have been on some serious shit that's all i can say you know, you've got big fat unicorns walking around and somebody dressed as a bunny and slapping the shit out of each other. It's, 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 it's definitely going to be a game that you only play when you're drunk. You don't ever play that when you're sober. No, and this is the thing with those kinds of games, you know. Um, like I say, I think it kind of had a major fad on YouTube for a long time. Yeah. Um, it's very similar to another game that's very similar with that kind of mechanic. Um uh, gang beasts that was another one that was very similar mm. it's quite cheap as well um again it's that whole kind of um it's like a gravitational mechanic weird thing going on i can't really call them now but yeah it's it's just a bit sloppy and it looks all heavy and it's just awesome actually it's a laugh that's all i can say i can imagine it being something that you play as a one-off mm. on a drunken night um but it isn't something I think you could play every day. And that's the thing with these kinds of games. They're kind of fads, I feel. Um, but they've had their moment. I mean, PewDiePie, I know for a fact, played it. 
and I was roaring with laughter when he was playing. He was cry laughing when he was playing it. So it is it is one of them things. Um, Let's see how you far know. it gets on. Uh, on a but party game. animals is brilliant. Yeah, I, I don't know. Hopefully it'll do well. I don't want it to not do well because I think it's a laugh. And to be honest, during these times, we could do with a really good laugh. And it just looks so random. And I love randomness. So yeah, it's definitely something that I'd like to see or even play on one day. But um, yeah, so obviously that's again on Xbox. It's arriving in 2022. And of course, it's available on the Game Pass. Oh else isn't available on the goddamn motherfucking game <laughs> <laughs> now there's another game um that again uh has upset my my fiance um hades um which is out on playstation hades is out on august the 13th 2021 it's like a roguelike game yeah, basically roguelike. yeah uh, which seem to be again these roguelikes are all over the board at the moment on E3. It's, Everybody it's... seems to be into them now. So Hades. On the side note, Hades is also launching on PS4 and 5 on the same day, so it's not going to be an Xbox exclusive. Oh, good. See, they didn't put that at the end of their advert. Um, they probably got so, some like, yeah. exclusive <clears throat> deal that they'll get like certain content or some shit. For, mm, like, yeah, it sounds like it then. Um, but there's more artistic games as well. Uh, again, there's another unique art style game called Somerville, um, which is up for grabs on Game Pass in 2022. Oh. Um, uh, there's not much in the way of information about it. The clip itself, if you see it, is extremely odd. Because I was like, well, what are they advertising? <laughs> it just didn't sink in for me. I mean, I could be wrong, but it, it didn't sink in with me. So God knows what that's about. Um, and of course, let us not forget about one of Xbox's most well-known releases. Halo Infinite mm. is due to arrive holiday 2021. I have a problem with the Halo games, okay? They're okay. both great and not great. And by not great, I mean they shouldn't exist anymore. Because if you've followed the Halo series, like I have, yeah, you get to Halo 4, and yes, I'm going to get people shouting at me saying, there was a secret ending, oh my god, Master Chief dies. <gasps> Spoiler alert! He dies. That's it, game over. Although if you get the secret ending, he managed to survive some nuclear blast. I can't even remember how Halo 4 ended. Either way, if you get the secret ending, he survived, which is how they've managed to now make a bunch more games. And I didn't hate Halo 5, okay? I actually quite enjoyed Halo 5. Um, kind of pissed that I bought, sold, bought, sold, went through five Xboxes only to find out I had literally like 10 minutes left of the game to play. <laughs> Was quite annoyed. However... Just stop making Halo games, please. <laughs> Just stop. I mean, Infinite looked amazing. Not gonna lie, it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. I've got to be honest. It's like stop now. You've milked it. <laughs> just, just stop. Yeah, there are just certain franchises. I'm afraid. I think they'll keep on because it has got uh, a huge following and there's a lot of love out there, especially from the. Uh, I think I don't know whether you can call them retro gamers now, can you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even think they count as retro gamers at this point. They're just fanboys. <laughs> fanboys. Okay, we'll stick with that. Um. But yeah, so another roguelike um, RPG, which was uh, 
shown was Diablo 2, which I know a lot of people oh, that are into these games are looking forward to. Getting a remaster of a remaster that's a remaster that's definitely not a remaster of that remaster that just got remastered. Cool! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, I, I lost interest in Diablo years ago um, and never really reignited the spark. I know people that love them. And that's fair. Oh, there is plenty of people that love them. Again, my fiance has been pretty gutted by it because uh, from what we can make out, it is a, an exclusive to Xbox. I certainly hope that isn't the case. As I say, I've just seen what they've put and that's as far as I'm gone. So I don't know. I don't know any more about that, which is, uh, you know, it only appears on Xbox at this stage from what we can see. And the release date is 23rd of the 9th, 2021. And yes, that's right, people. It's on Game Pass. Um, another game that takes my interest as well, which I'd love to play. Um, I'm yet to play the first one, actually. Um, I've heard good things about it and I've picked it up several times and I'm in the shop and I'm kind of like, do I get this or do I get this? Oh, you know, and it's been really difficult for me to make that decision. <laughs> but in the end, I usually walk away and I don't buy the game that I'm about to talk about. And I kind of wish I had now. Um, but yeah, there's a game called A Plague Tale. Um, they have just done a sequel, and it's called A Plague Tale Requiem. Requiem. Um, yeah, it looks really good. It's very pretty. Um, and that's available in 2022. Hmm. Uh, and of course, it's available on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, just honestly. And obviously, as we know, Far Cry is also coming. Um, a lot of people are looking forward to that. Far, far, far Cry 6 my thought um which is coming out on the 7th of october 2021 um there is absolutely nothing to say that it'll be on game pass which is a bit weird um because it's not an in-house thing no anything to do with i I have no no idea it's obviously it's being released on the playstation 4 as well as a pc i do believe so yeah um and yeah i mean obviously i've seen that over and over again i've seen the um the mini clip for it quite a few times now over the past <laughs> few months it's been blood into my brain it looks great it sounds great and it's far cry 6 um what's more not what, what not to, uh, english english you know, i know words well what's not to love <laughs> yeah exactly i mean it seems to do quite well doesn't it it's one of those really um people seem to like the title so it's a yeah. franchise that will go it's a franchise games, yeah. I expect. yeah um another game which again i think this might cotton on especially with the i don't know i'll say younger generation but i i don't know it's a bit bit of bit of both maybe um there's a console release exclusive coming to um the xbox of course um called slime rancher now i've seen this i think played quite a few times i'm not sure okay so so slime rancher is great i have experience with slime rancher um, it looks sweet i have to say it's real colorful it's a really colorful really chill um it's, uh, it's basically you're a what they, you're a ranger and you go to like a farm and the farm is just a big area yeah uh, it's just a big map and you've got like your little house and then the farm is your house area and then you go out and you pick up these slimes and the slimes do different things they eat different things they produce plots which is basically shit um, and you sell those plots for money, um, and there, there's, there's there's a whole like story around it, and it's real good fun. It's just really chill, um, and I've been reading through as as you've been 
you know, announcing all this stuff, and for it to be an Xbox exclusive. Now, that knocked me, right? Yeah. Knocked me so much, I actually had to go to Google and put it into Google. Turns out, it's not an Xbox exclusive. <laughs> um, it's just not going to PlayStation. Um, so it is going to PC as well. So just in case you're wondering. Yeah, I think it's going to Windows or something. Like it's, it's going to be available for Windows 10 operating uh, systems. Or something. Epic, the Epic um, store version popped up as one of the search results. So I'm assuming it might go to Steam as well. So it's going to be yeah. a PC and Xbox and just to reiterate that actually um, nearly all of these releases will be on PC as well. No, yeah. Uh, they're, for obvious reasons. Uh, yeah. They're like Xbox Play Anywhere uh, for the Xbox titles. Uh, and then obviously like stuff like Far Cry 6, which is an external company. Slime Rancher, another, again, an external company. Um, Hades, I think, is also on PC at the moment. So again, an external yep. company. Uh Somerville, not too sure on that one. It's from the guys that did Limbo and Inside Play. That's right. So I'm assuming that might go to a different system as well. Um, and some of the other stuff here, yeah, not too sure. We shall see. But yeah. The Slime Rancher is really cutesy, and it's definitely one. That oh, I'm not sure if you'd see a release date for it, can you? I mean, all I know is it's, it's being released in 2022. 2022. Um, and if I look on the Epic. It says coming soon. Uh, so, yeah, they, even they say it's coming in 2022. Okay, so there's nothing further on that we can add then. Um, now, there's another game which actually took my fancy as well, I've got to be honest. Um, it reminds me of like the original snowboarding games, like Snow, oh, Sean White and stuff, and XSX, yeah, yeah. All that kind of stuff. It looks pretty epic, actually. Um, that's coming up. Uh, that's called Shredders. Um, nice. It looks, like I say, it looks more like the old games that we're used to. Yeah. We used to have the Wicked soundtracks on and stuff like that, you know, yeah, Static X and stuff like that. And yeah, it sounds pretty awesome. It looks really good too. Um, and that's due for release on uh, December 2021. Oh. And of course, it's available on Game Pass. Holiday release, nice. Yes, so that's pretty cool. Um and then there's this really other weird game. Again, this is another one that my fiance is looking at and a load of other people have been banging on about on YouTube. Um, it's a weird and wacky looking game, but it looks absolute mint. Um, by the name of Atomic Heart. Hmm. Okay. Um, there's not a lot of details on it. Obviously, we've got the clip there, uh, but there's no, there's no dates as of yet. So I really can't say much about that, unfortunately. Um, I'm looking at it right now and I honestly don't know what I'm looking at it's odd that's it's all I can say but really it's funky ass yeah. it's so good it looks really good the clip was good that I saw the gameplay looks good too I'm gonna have to look into that I think because that's that's odd yeah but it's great I think you'll like it I will definitely uh, keep an eye out and there's also a really weird indie style platform game uh, that's coming out. Um, it's kind of it looks kind of like late eighties, early nineties to me. Um, and that's a game called Replaced, uh, which is going to be available in 2022. Ooh. And of course, that will also be available on Game Pass. Okay. Um, <laughs> and there's a game called Grounded, uh, which is receiving an update. 
Um, apparently, there's going to be some new achievements added as well with the Shroom and Doom update, which is available on the 30th of June. Again, available by Game Pass. So what else have we got here? Ah, uh, we have Among Us as well. That is finally coming to console. Uh, uh, yes, yes, it is. I thought it was already on. P- uh, no. Uh, oh no, it's on Switch, isn't it? Yes. I don't think it's hit PlayStation yet. Nope. <laughs> it's definitely hitting Xbox. That's for sure. They made sure they dropped that one in. Um. But again, there's not much detail on that. It just sort of give a bit of gameplay. It didn't really oh, say anything about they, dates. Uh, I think teasing, from what I understand, huge lobbies. So, 15 player upwards lobbies. Um, so, you can basically shout at 14 other players that you may or may not know and tell them how much of a fucking lying bastard they are. Um, and then find <laughs> out that actually they voted against you and kicked you out. God damn it, Among Us, you. God damn. I have trust issues because of that game. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I can't play it. I just think everyone's flaming lying anyway. <laughs> God, it's great. It's, it, it's, it's great fun. If you haven't played Among Us and you have even like a, just like four other people to play it with, I generally play with friends because friends is great. Um, yeah, it, it's good fun. It really is. We'll it, have to do that as a stream one night or something. I can definitely get people in. And it's free Once on it's released phone. on PlayStation. And you can play it on your mobile phone for free. Oh, okay. And yeah, I did not know this. It's also like really easy to run. So if you, it's like ridiculously cheap on uh, on PC, like a fiver, if that. Oh wow! Okay. So it's one of those really stupidly affordable games to play, and it's cross-platform. So PC oh, players nice. can play with mobile players if they want to. I'm hoping they. Oh, can that's play with great. Players as well. Oh, that's brilliant. And there's another one that's. Um... Again, I'm not sure if you'll like this one. I, I, I think you might. Um, I mean, if you're into like your Genshin impacts and your Final Fantasies and anything like that, then this may well tickle your fancy. Um, it's called the Eludin Chronicles Rising. It's coming to Xbox in 2022, and they've also got the Eludin Eludin Chronicles 100 Heroes, which is also coming to the Xbox in 2023. So yeah, like if you like your yeah. Genshin Impacts, that kind of thing, then, yeah. Like yeah. JRPG yeah. style. Yeah, it's, it's a bit more retro than that, though. It's got the, like, the, you know, like how the original Final Fantasies used to play. It's very yeah. similar to that. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, it looks pretty cute, actually. It looks pretty cute. And again, that'll be available on Game Pass. Oh, God. God damn. How and then we've got a futuristic shoot 'em up. Again, um, this is also in old school isometric style. Um, again, it seems to be a, 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 an ongoing thing, like the roguelike isometric games. Um, the game's called The Ascent, and that's coming on July 29th. That looked pretty cool, actually, I've got to be honest. Um, and then they announced um, a historical game, Age of Empires. Um, yeah. Um, Again, it's lot a lot like those like civilization games and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, it's been a while since I've heard of Age of Empires. Yeah. Jeez. Well, this is coming out on October the twenty eighth. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not my not my bag, but yeah, each to their own. Um, but yeah, uh, I've got to say, I've got to give a special mention to a certain game because their their clip 
the video, the cinematic was absolutely awesome and it was bloody hilarious. Right. They literally took the piss out of themselves, out of the entirety of the gaming industry, all the way through. They ripped the shit out of everything and I was absolutely roaring. It made my day, I've got to be honest. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, and that was Outer Worlds 2. Oh, oh, yeah. I've seen the trailer for that. I was pissed myself. Oh, it's so hilarious. It's so oh, good. my God. That looks so, so good. It's so dry and witty, How to be honest. Just take yeah. and go, We're just going to make something that basically takes the piss out of... Everybody. Us. And that's... Everyone. Yes, just because fuck off man <laughs> at the end of the day it's it's true though everything oh, they came out with we were like yep 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 i was agreeing with him with everything <laughs> oh it was really good but, um apparently that's gonna be on um xbox soon um there is an, actually a release date from what i can gather at this stage um but they have stated and noted that it will also be available on gamers sweet sweet thing we call game pass what a novelty <laughs> um and again uh, there's something else that needs to be announced as well um again it's not for everybody and i know it's might not necessarily be popular with us or many people that we might know but hey there's someone out there that likes it um uh, microsoft's flight simulator uh which will be available on the 27th of july 2021 Okay. You know, it looks pretty. I mean, I don't drive planes. Drive planes? Fly planes. You're not supposed to drive planes, are you? You're supposed you to fly them. See, I know fuck all about planes. How I'm to just... win at words. Yeah, use the wrong ones when you need the right one. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's really bizarre to see that go to Xbox because even like some really like expensive high-end PCs can't run it. Like at full spec. Look, it's Microsoft's baby, I guess, you know. They're just sticking it on there because they made it. That's it. Yeah. They've had Uh, to dumb that down visually. I I know that a few of our friends have been looking forward to this next release. Alistair. Um, (laughs) Forza Horizon 5. Oh, the hype is real. You don't understand. Yes, he's, he's been going on on about it all the time. Gonna be so fucking good. As soon as he comes in the party, do you know what I mean? Fall, <laughs> falls of that. Anyone Have you seen the latest Ford? Oh my god, it's amazing. Have you seen it? Sorry, Ali. Trailer. I was like, um, clean up on aisle one, two, three, and the rest of the. Just, just clean up, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Apparently, anyway, that is available on November the 9th. Just yep. in time for Christmas, there, Ali. Yep. Oh, just in time for him to not buy an Xbox. Um, sorry, that's that's really bad. Ali, I know you're going to listen to this. We love you dearly. Yeah, we um, love you. Um, we love you loads. Honestly, uh, we hope you have a laugh at that because we mean nothing by it. Um, no. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely going to be probably picking that up on PC. Um, yeah. I am not buying a fucking Xbox purely for one game. You can piss right off. Um, yeah, I get that. the only game I will buy on Xbox. Um, what else have we got here? Okay, so there's another game that I've noticed again that's getting a little bit of traction. Again, YouTubers are touching on it. Um, uh, it seems to be getting quite a bit of attention. Uh, it's called Redfall. Um, 
Mm, it looks really good, actually. What it actually is, though, I don't know. Again, it was just a lot of cinematics. It looked really clever, um, really well done. The voice acting was pretty good. You know, all of it kind of came together. Um, yeah, it looked really wicked. Nice. And then it was like nice and modern, and then suddenly got like vampires everywhere, and and then they're like killing the vampires, and the vampires are killing them, and then. But it's kind of got this really cartoony edge to it too. It's like, ah, uh, how can I put it? What's it like? Nope, I've lost it. But anyway, it looked really good. Fair enough. Um, that's that's that. yeah. Give it a look. I mean, it, it, like I say, the actual cinematics was pretty good. It's pretty cool. But I get that feeling that it's going to be, um. It almost like has that similar feel to something like, I don't know, like Fortnite or something. Mm. I don't know why I'm going down that road with it, because it doesn't say anything to imply that, that is a case. But I've got this funny feeling that it will be like a cooperative thing. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it, there wasn't enough information there to really go off. But again, like I say, based on the cinematics, it's great. And this is why I wish that these guys would stop putting movies out there. Just give us bloody gameplay. Gameplay, damn it. God's sake, you know, I can't, you can't make judgment based on just a movie. It's mm. no good. No. And this is where people are being, I think, missold, which has happened too many times over the last couple of years. Mm. Um, what else do we have going through my list here? So much going on, oh my God. Um, so we've done Outer Worlds, we've done Flight Simulator, we've done Forza Horizon, we've done Redfall. Um, so basically I think that is it and that's what wraps it up really for Xbox. So, you know, after a really quiet sort of spell that they've had recently, um, yeah, that's everything. And this is what I mean. They are pushing games to the limit. They are pushing them on people and like, "Mm, there you go, you've got it now. You know, you can't moan about that, can you? You know, you pay for your game pass and you get everything for free well, and everything on release. I mean, so you get everything for 10 quid or $10 or whatever your current conversion is. And then you get hundreds of thousands of games that you'll never play. But hey, most likely. But, you know, <laughs> I like the fact that it gives people that option. Because like I say, I mean, when we play, uh, what, I think it's about uh, $8.99, I think it is for PlayStation now. Um, no idea. I stopped. Yeah, I mean, I even forget that my subscription still goes out for it sometimes, and I'm like, I don't even touch it. Because it's just, everything on there is a bit meh. And I don't think that's good enough. It shouldn't be meh. There should be a lot of stuff on there that, you know, should inspire you to want to pick it up and play it. What they need to do, and I know that, that Game Pass does, is Game Pass allows you to download the game. Yeah. Rather than stream the game. So, if you had the option to download the game files and much like playstation plus if you don't own or don't have a current subscription anymore to the service playstation now then the game locks itself out it goes nope resubscribe does the same for plus games if you've got a plus game installed it literally locks the game if your if your subscription lapses because it knows that you got it for free via playstation plus that they could do that they could implement that it's not hard um, but I don't know. I think there's pros and cons to both as a service, in a way. But one of them needs to change. 
And I know it's not going to be yeah. Game Pass anytime soon. So. No, I think really PlayStation, Sony PlayStation, they need to come up with something new, something more credible, something more value for money. Because as it stands, I mean, you put the price of, you know, PlayStation Now and uh, PS Plus together. Oh, you know, that's... What, uh, <sighs> I don't even know what a year costs these days for Plus, but... It's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Maybe. Yeah, something like that. It's like forty nine something. Forty nine ninety five is it for a, a year? I pay mine like every three months because I had a problem. Uh, so. Yeah, and it's called money and not enough of it. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. Yeah, I have to pay for mine monthly because it's just like some months it isn't essential. Yeah. So. Well, you don't even need it to play the games we play, let's be honest. No, no. So it's all good. I mean, I mostly play Final Fantasy XIV anyway. Oh, so, yeah. We'll end up. (laughs) Yes, most likely afterwards. Um, But yeah, so obviously that kind of rounds Xbox up. And I know that you have lots of information regarding Nintendo. Oof, I have... I have things, and I'm going to leave Nintendo to the last bit because the Nintendo, oh boy, did they ever! Did they ever oh, that might be a good idea. Yes, yes, so yes. We're, we're going to go. We're going to. We're going to. Square Enix. Go back over what Square Enix. Woo! Square Enix announced in a little bit more detail because we literally flew through it. Um, yeah. I have had a chance to go and watch some of the trailers that Square Enix of the stuff they put out. Some of it's fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, Square Enix don't hold back. Ooh, they they have done, and they they just went. Here's some games, boys. Uh, so first things first is the Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, if you're a big Marvel nerd like me, I like both Marvel and DC. I'm just saying. Um, then you will love what they have managed to do with everyone's favorite Star Lord, Gamora, Rocket Raccoon. Groot and Drax. Um, they are going to be... It's uh, going on a adventure through space. Because um, why wouldn't they go through space? Uh, and it's being developed by Eidos Montreal. So the same people that did uh, the... Oh! Tomb Raider games of recent years. So I'm really excited to see where they take it. It's going to be a third-person action-adventure game. So Ooh. it's going to be great. Uh, you play Star-Lord... Uh, so the main character, and we've got all the sass and snaz that we expect from the cast uh, in the short clip that I've seen, uh, the three, milli- three minute world premiere trailer. Um, Rocket Raccoon is hilarious, um, as always, so definitely <laughs> looking out to that. Um, I don't think, oh wait, we do have a release date, we have October the 26th, 2021 for that, uh, so that's going to be good. We also yeah. now have some Final Fantasy. Now everyone who knows me and knows nothing about me will now know that I fucking love Final Fantasy. Final <laughs> oh Fantasy is epic. Oh, gives me such, such. No, we won't talk about that. That's uh, we can swear we can't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> so we have a new uh, entry into the universe of Final Fantasy called Stranger of Paradise: Final mm. Fantasy Origin. So. Uh, excited is, much oh it's so, it looks so good it looks oh, awesome i'm just i'm there um yeah so it's the same people that did um the ninja gaiden games because they worked in like for the like mechanics of the combat i believe yeah um so 
Apparently, the, the we were talking about this actually uh, yesterday, and we thought that the main character looked a little bit like Kor uh, from Final Fantasy Fifteen. Turns out that's not his name, and I've only learned this in the in the last two seconds. Uh, so you will take the role of Jack, apparently, um, oh. as allies of Ash and Jed to defeat Chaos. Um, so all the usual stuff from the Final Fantasy series will eventually show its face from the monsters hopefully some fucking amazing music because i know for a fact that tetsuya nomura has on a lot of the music and i hope oh good right um good oh god i cannot wait um and you'll be able to play the jobs warrior dragoon black mage probably among others i've seen in the trailer i did not realize that did you not see it no in the trailer there's dragoon gameplay Footage, basically. I all I saw was that big sword, and I thought Dark Knight. And that was it. Uh, yeah, the, 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 yeah. So you're gonna have to go back and watch it. Oh my god! Um, but that will I be think coming. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what they're gonna be putting into the rest of the game. Obviously, hopefully they bring more in, so you can have like, uh, like a paladin role, or you know, we need we need a bigger role, um, and a, maybe a mage oh role that's god. not a black mage. But everyone knows black mage is highest DPS. Shut up. Can't change that. Oh my god, this um, is weird. <laughs> but the game is coming to PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series, uh, Xbox One, and PC. So I'm hyped for that. Yeah. Um, Damn right. Uh, I also had a chance to look at uh, a titles gameplay trailer, I guess you can call that. Uh, it was a gameplay trailer, funny enough. Uh, for yeah. Babylon's Fall. Now, okay. Um, I'm not sure what to think of this. It looks very, very Dark Souls um, to a point that it's not. I know. Get your head around that and it makes sense. So apparently players will become a warrior called a sentinel uh, and they will work through the Tower of Babylon. Um, so use abilities. It, it looks very bizarre. It's like a... I'm assuming it will be a four-player co-op thing because in the trailer they show four very distinct very different characters with different abilities um, to basically dick on enemies. Um, it looked very, very fast-paced. Uh, there was a lot going on. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that they bring a lot of uh, cooperative gameplay in this. It does look good. Um, if you have a chance, definitely check it out. It's uh, something to do with a live service. I have no idea. Or maybe it's <laughs> not. I have no, I have no clue. Um Again, we have some new stuff from Marvel. More new stuff. Woo! More new stuff. Um, we like new stuff. We, knew, we do. Uh, so, as we know, Marvel Avengers was a bit of a flop. It yeah. I mean, I played the demo um, on my PC and I loved it. I fucking loved it. I'm just a shit. Just sad I never got a chance to buy it. But they are now putting in a content roadmap, which is good. So. This current expansion that they have released is called Black Panther War for Wakanda. So it's set to arrive uh, in August 2021. Uh, the cinematic trailer looks fucking amazing. It um, does. I've seen it. It looks I, really sweet. I cannot wait to see how they do it. Um, obviously, with the passing of the movie um, Black Panther, whose name eludes me right now. Um, Chadwick. Been, Chadwick, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, They've obviously they couldn't get the voice likeness, um, which is a shame. But at the same yeah. time, 
from the voice that I've heard, I'm happy with it. I'm happy that it's it's a it's a completely different Black Panther. So hopefully they bring something new um, to the Marvel universe and the Black Panther story as we know it. Oh, I kind of wish I'd have brought it sooner. Mm. You know what I mean? Given what happened as well. I mean, obviously you can't predict that. No. Well, within reason. But then I don't think anyone knew he had cancer, did they? No, I don't. I, I he kept it secret. Very, very few people would have known. And that's that's a shame. But It is a shame. Yeah. Again, cancer is what cancer will be. And it's not something people want to talk about. And that's no. that's also not what this podcast is about. Um, no. It hurts. Um, but they also uh, be a Cosmic Cube event later in the month. Uh, which includes beating the odds villain sector and the cosmic threat event. So that's going to uh, Marvel Avengers soon. Uh, I believe, while there is no exclusive release date as of day day, it's just sets August for the expansion. So keep an eye out for that. Yes. Now, Life is Strange, we covered this. Uh, Ooh, I, again, another one I like. Again. We, we <laughs> everyone loves Life is Strange. Um <laughs> Now I've I've never been one for these episodic kind of games. I'm I'm one I'm I'm a purist. You release a game and you release it complete. Yeah. De- developers listen. Yeah. Complete. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but they are bringing in a new game. Um, so the game is called Life is Strange: True Colors, and it's a power and consequences is the trailer. Uh, I haven't had a chance to look at this yet, but obviously we know that Life is Strange are able to like turn back time and redo things um, at the cost of something. I actually forget. It's been a while. Um, but apparently they showcased Alex Chen's empathy power and how it will let you interact with the world. So empathy, yeah. that one thing that a lot of people in this world do not have. Um, no. So it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. Um Again, running on a what looks like an upgraded engine, so maybe they're uh, using the remastered engine that they're putting in for the last Life is Strange games. Who knows? Um, uh, it doesn't say when it's being released. However, it could be that I'm not reading it right, but it's within the next year, I'd imagine. <laughs> we'll set a tentative 2022 for it. Um, again, we've got the remastered collection. Uh, that's now got a release date. Um, which is Life is Strange and Life is Strange 2 and Before the Storm games uh, to be released on the 30th of September 2021. I'm assuming that will go to PC, Xbox and PlayStation. So they're giving the games a fresh lick of paint and they do look good. And it's running in 60 FPS. Oh, you do not understand. (laughs) Oh, I think it's really good because the games actually are very good value for money um, from what I've had in the past. Uh, we've got the first two, I think, here on PS4, still sealed. Um, I never played Before the Storm. Uh, I think I no. got, uh, free, oh. got them both free on PS Plus years ago. Um, and meant to stream them, never did. Maybe if uh, you guys want to see me do that, I will. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. We did talk about this on the last stream as well, the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster. So, we are getting the first six games. Uh... So, each game will be sold individually and are set to be released soon. Well, that's kind of ass. Thanks, Square. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They are going to Steam and mobile, so we will keep you updated when we know more. Um, Yep. They they do look good. I cannot wait for the first six games to come along. Oof. That's going to be awesome. We've also got Legend of Mana, which we did touch on last time. Yes. 
It's coming to PS4, Switch, and Steam. It got a new trailer, which I haven't watched. And it's due for release on June 24, which is literally just around the corner. So that's going to be amazingly good for those that like the Legend of Mana series. Now, to round off our Final Fantasy um, hype train here, and I'm not sure what to think about this. Okay. So, they're, they're moving into mobile games. Now, mobile games is one of those love-hate relationships with myself yeah. and Square. So they have actually got, uh, I think, three other mobile Final Fantasies. I might be wrong. It could only be two. Might be more. You, they've got quite a few, haven't they? They're, yeah, they're, they're very, like, gutcha style. So you, you go in, you get coins, and you spend those coins to get characters and items and stuff to, to level up. Um, yeah. And that works. It's fine. It's a mobile game. You just want a quick hit, job done. Um, whereas we are getting a Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier, um, coming to mobile. Um, nice. So... They did release a like 20 second, 30 second trailer, which showcases the game. Um, it's not due out until much later. If you can hear a bite, I apologize. Um, That's okay, you can probably hear my child in the background as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently we are also getting alongside this Final Fantasy release, which I didn't know about, is Hitman Sniper The Shadows and Nia Reincarnation. Now, Ooh. I know nothing about this. I don't know nothing about that either. I'm wondering what that is. I'm going to look that up and I'm going to report on that next time because that sounds interesting. In the near universe, um, we need more information. But yes, that rounds up Square. We've got some Final Fantasy. We've got the typical RPGs. Um, and we've got more Life is Strange. So, how strange is that? That right. is awesome. And now to the big one. I'm going to have to take a sip of my... Are we heading to Nintendo now? Oh, oh, are we heading to Nintendo now? And I'm going to explain to you right now why Nintendo have won, okay? How they've won. But I Go for it, to... and I think I know why. I, th I first need to drink my apple juice. Right, just, just, just bear with me. You carry on. Okay, apple juice has been consumed. So, we're going to move down a list here um, from the stuff I couldn't give a shit about to the stuff that really really stands shouldn't out. be released and the stuff that then stands out okay so if you're a smash bros fan and you absolutely adore smash bros uh you're getting a new fighter uh you're getting kazuya from tekken uh, oh apparently i had no idea uh it's coming to smash bros ultimate um and they join other fighters like ryu from street fighter and terry bogard from the fatal fury games again I'm going to be honest, I couldn't give a shit about Smash Bros. But that's because I suck at the game, so... Yeah, it's not one of them, isn't it? I know people do like it. Uh, oh, I'm, again, I'm it's a those. niche. It's a niche. It's... There are people that do. Um, I just ended up getting my ass yeah. handed to me every time I played it. Um, yeah, I tried it. Didn't really... Yeah, it didn't do anything for me personally, but... So, yeah. We've spoken about Life is Strange. It's also coming to Switch. Uh, so that includes the remaster and True Colours. Cool. Um, and they are coming on September 10th this year. Um, nice. Now, I didn't even know they were still making these games. Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, because we need that. What? <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face. <laughs> oh, what? God. So to celebrate the Seriously? 20th anniversary of the ball-spinning franchise, 
Uh, we're getting a new Super Monkey Ball game on October 5th. Who knew? It's going to Nintendo Who Switch. Who knew? We know now. <laughs> I, haven't, I didn't even <laughs> think they were still making those. God damn. Um, monkey Balls. It's just I don't think I want to know. <laughs> and you roll around. Oh, it's the worst kind of puzzle game you've never played. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. We're also getting a new Mario Party game. Yay! Yeah. I don't have any Didn't friends. they just shut one down or stop selling it on their store? Um, one of the older games, I think, was... I have no idea, actually. I'm not gonna it was Super Mario Party. It was a party one. Oh. oh I... They removed it from the store. Possibly because this is Nintendo we're talking about, and they just go delete. Also, I they... don't get that, because that game actually was quite popular. I know at the time, I think it's still got some credibility, hasn't it? Uh, as well, as far as party games go, if you've got friends that can sit in the same room, hey, COVID. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's great okay. fun. If you can't sit in the same room, it's not as much fun, but it's still pretty fun. Um, but apparently you're getting a new title. It's Superstars uh, will feature five classic boards from the Mario Party franchise and 100 mini games. Uh, also have online place, play so you can play with friends and strangers. Oh, it comes out on October 29, and you can pre-order as of now. Um, another game that I had no idea they were making. Um, because while I keep my hands on Nintendo a little bit, um, they have been teasing Metroid Prime 4 for absolutely fucking ages. Um, and they're still working on that, so we're going to push that aside for a minute. However... We did get a new announcement in the Metroid series called Metroid Dread. Uh, this is to come out on October 8th, and it goes back to its 2D roots. Oh my, it, the, the, the gameplay trailer looks so good. Um, oh. I used to love that game, gotta be honest. Definitely worth a look if you get a chance to uh, look at uh, Metroid Dread. And I can Ooh. see where the dread comes from, because oh boy, some of those enemies are spooky boys. Um, mm. And they are also releasing Amiibos alongside. So you're getting Amiibos for Samus and Emi, I think is the name. Emmy, uh, E-M-M-I, uh, which is a new robot character, um, which I believe we see in the trailer as well. Um, nice. So we get some real shit now. Um, in the, oh, no. <laughs> only because the screenshot looks like ass. You know, you'd expect this from a PS2 game. Uh, <laughs> oh dear so cruise and blast uh i have no idea what the cruise and franchise is apparently they are arcade racing games and cruise okay. and blast is due to hit the switch this fall um i really okay. don't want to read the rest of whatever that's telling me <laughs> apparently it, it it hit arcades and was in on the wii uh who knew uh, the Switch port appears to be the game that uh, honestly it's a port it's probably why it looks so bad um, if you like that sort of thing it's coming to Switch so keep your eyes peeled for that one this fall um, WarioWare another game I thought had Wario Wario uh, so this this game spawned god knows how many memes on the internet and it's coming to Switch with WarioWare get it together uh, two players can go wild in micro game mayhem. Uh, so it's due to the Switch on September 10. Now, hmm. they're releasing a lot of stuff on September 10. Has anyone realised this? I wonder what's specific about September 10. I have no idea. 
really like am i missing something here does someone know something please fill us in yeah fill me in i have no idea um if you like your jrpgs or anything that comes out of japan um we have shin megami tensei 5 i'm sure i said every single one of those words wrong apart from (laughs) the five um so something nice try it's bringing interdimensional and post-apocalyptic version of tokyo to switch uh, there was a trailer put up in the Nintendo Direct, and the title will come on November the 12th. So if you're looking for the next edition in the Shin Megami Tensei uh, series, then here it is. Um, now, I didn't even know this was a thing either. I'm I'm learning something today. Dawn, why <laughs> did you put me in charge of Nintendo? Why did you do it? It's always good to learn something new daily, said somebody, some prophet or something. Um well, they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know this is an anime and a uh, manga. So we have Danganronpa Decadence. Um, <laughs> Danganronpa is a thing. Um, d- fight me. <laughs> so apparently this brings together the Triggy Happy... Uh, triggy? Tr- triggy? Trigger <laughs> Happy Havoc Danganronpa. Danganronpa <laughs> 2, Goodbye Despair. And Danganronpa version 3, Killing Harmony. Um, Danganronpa is weird um, is the only way to describe it it's just weird um, there is no release date on this uh, it's supposed to be this year so if you are a fan of the Danganronpa series uh, you're going to want to pick that up if you haven't already uh, thought yeah. about the other games and Dawn now cannot think no, I don't know why <laughs> when you say Danganronpa I just I don't know why I don't know why I'm, I'm going to have to put it in the chat for you later on it's literally it's, it just sounds like <laughs> dangly romper and i'm thinking what what um words what (laughs) i just don't know it's just terrible who comes up with these names dude seriously give your heads a wobble (laughs) well they're japanese they already did that (laughs) it's crazy Uh, if you remember the fatal frame series and i kind of do wow i feel old um there is a new game in this ghostly photography franchise uh, we are Ooh. getting the Maiden of Blackwater. Um, so it's coming to Switch later this year. Uh, no release date given. The screenshot looks creepy as fuck. Um, and I'm I'm kind of not going to buy that. I'm sure it's going to be great. Blame you. Me and scary <laughs> games, we don't get on. Uh, so yeah, check that out when it does make a surface. We will report on that. Now, moving on to stuff. Again, I thought they killed... Do you remember Advanced Wars? Advanced Wars. Or Advanced Wars, because I don't. I mean, I that's don't why I do. Um, remember, so, no. So we're getting one and two reboot camp. Uh, so they're being rebuilt for the from the ground up. Oh boy! Wow. Uh, specifically for the Switch, it brings together the first two games in a single package. Uh, it's coming on December the third with pre-orders starting now. You can pre-order that now. Oh, nice. Um, does look does look good actually for a rebuild game. Uh, I'm I'm very surprised. Advance Wars. I'm I'm sure that was probably on the GameCube. Maybe could have been on Game Boy. I'm not sure Advanced on that one. I'm no. trying to think, but I can't. I can't for the life of me remember. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna Google it. Uh, here we go. Uh, I have to remember Advance Wars Game Boy Advance. Oh boy, I was. I oh remember. wow. Yeah, I remember. I remember remembering it. That's. That's, that's crazy. Weird. And I also remember it being 
totally impossible to win at. However, that's not what I'm worried about. Now we're getting into the good stuff. Oh, nice. This is what we like. This, this is what we like. So, we're getting, if you've got Hyrule Warriors, uh, you're getting a new expansion pass. <gasps> the Age of Calamity, which is the first DLC for Hyrule Warriors. Age of Calamity is coming on June 18. Um, wow. So the update will bring Pulse of the Ancients. Uh, we'll be joined by another DLC update in November. Uh, oh, wow. So other update in November has yet to be named. Um, I need that in my life. I'm not going to lie. I love no. Hyrule Warriors on... Who does not like Zelda? Oh. There's just... Just Zelda. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's um, awesome. Much to the dismay of everybody that wanted a new system... Um, announcement possibly for a switch pro uh we didn't get it however we did get some hardware in the form of game and watch <laughs> i'm sorry but this is just the stupidest thing i've ever seen no. okay game and mm. watch is it's like a game boy that's not a game boy that you can play games on and it's a clock yeah okay i've lost you okay already. Um, so, apparently the, the Game & Watch Legend of Zelda system launches on the 12th of the 11th. Or is that the 11th of the 12th? Either way, it's releasing as a holiday release, and we will get the Legend of Zelda, Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, uh, Vermin, linked version, and an interactive digital clock slash timer. Um, it's a cute little tiny Game Boy thing. Not sure how good it's going to be to play on because the buttons look a little bit small and the screen is about two inches big. So, <laughs> is it bad? Oh, look, it's a gimmick. And we it's all know that gimmicks always sell at the end. It's going to be an interesting one. Ah, So, it's to celebrate the 35th anniversary of The Legend of Zelda. Um, oh, it's worth out. buying then because it could be worth something in the future. It's got a really nice like black shell... Uh, like green inlay print with a bit of beige and um and well looks on like i'll be buying one for someone's stocking I, yes i think somebody would really like that absolutely oh apparently the clock is playable so you can play zelda while you have a clock in the background who knew either way you can pick <laughs> that's awesome up, you can pick it up on november 12 so it's an american date because 12 of the 11th makes no fucking sense um and the big boy, the biggest of boys, and the reason, right here, right now, Dawn, yes, why Nintendo won E3. And I watched the trailer. You don't yep. know how hype I am. I could pick up this microphone and shake the shit out of it, but I'm not going to do that. I am literally pressing my face up against the microphone. Awkward breathing. I apologize. Yeah. Um, Legend of Zelda: what? The Breath of the Wild is getting a sequel. Do you know what this means? Oh my! Do you know what this means? I get to spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours in Hyrule going, "The fuck just happened?" Oh, oh, oh! Hang on, we seem to have an issue. unpause the recording and we're still going right okay so anyway we had a minor technical issue uh, mm, yeah. so we're going to go back to what we were talking about um, which was how E3 was won by Nintendo and we I alluded to the fact that 
The Legend of Zelda is getting a sequel. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's so exciting. I'm like overwhelmed. Ooh. I literally, oh my god, it's amazing. Like, I, I love the love the two that I played. Um, I played the, the original Hyrule Super Princess, is it? I think it is. The oh, Skyward yeah. Sword. I played both of those on the Wii. Yeah, they're, they're looking amazing. Uh, <laughs> Great. And they're bringing a lot of that back, apparently. Um, so the trailer, which is like one minute forty odd seconds long, quite short, um, but we see Link diving into Hyrule. Diving, it's amazing. I got such massive Skyward Sword nerd offs to that. I was like, please, <laughs> please, just let me fly, <laughs> just just let me fly. Um, so that is aiming for a twenty twenty two release. They'll hit that and some. And it looks to me like he, he gains the powers of the um, Triforce. Uh, yes. But also, from the trailer, looks like Ganon has his way. So, um, obviously not too much in the way of spoilers. If you haven't played The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild yet, you definitely should. Go out, get a Switch, or buy it on Switch already. It's so good. Um, but and There's a couple of things I noticed as well that my fiancé picked up as well. Because he's a massive nerd when it comes to Zelda. Oh, he knows too much. Um, but he, he pointed out that the uh, the sword wasn't there mm. in some of the scenes. So, and that he seems to be wearing a glove yes, of some power. There's, so this is what I gleamed as well. So the, mm. the whole Sheikah Slate thing that was in the original game used to mm -hmm. like used for controlling time and like freezing enemies and just like a bunch of cool mechanics. Mm-hmm. That glove, to me, in the short, like, second, two seconds it was on screen, looked like it was Sheikah technology. So I'm wondering if, for whatever reason, like, in the opening part of the trailer, we see Link struggle um, with Ganon. Um, mm -hmm. So this darkness-type cloud stuff. And for the rest of the what we see of his arm, they don't really bring attention to it. But his arm looks black or infected. Someone well, they reckon it's supposed to be darker, don't they? Yeah, it's. I mean, he's obviously aged up. He's got longer hair, and I'm. I'm kind of wondering if this whole like glove thing, this Sheikah technology, is. I, I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm guessing here, but it's stopping whatever darkness is supposed to be leaching its way into Link's body from leaching further. But we see also new weapons. Um, mm -hmm. We. Uh, what looked like a massive, whacking great, huge cannon, um, <laughs> which looked great, I'm not going to lie, because who doesn't like to blow shit up with a huge cannon? Um, and I'm kind of hoping they bring a lot of what made Breath of the Wild great back and refine it. The cooking being one of them. If they can refine the cooking just a little bit. Just so you can yeah. sort of, like, have a visual representation of, or even like a cookbook that's easily accessible from like the cooking menu so when you walk up to like the cook plate instead of holding ingredients and then tossing them in yeah you get the option to look in the ui and it's like a cookbook that shows you what makes what just as a quick reference you can go okay so i want these items for this and then yeah you have like a sub menu where you pick them you hold them you toss them in it was a little bit cumbersome so a little bit of refinement but the, nonetheless breath of the wild was fucking amazing yeah um, and that right there is why Nintendo won E3. 
And I've, Absolutely. I've really I mean, that was an incredible thing. That I've been saying, nope, Breath of the Wild sequels suck, blah, blah, blah. Nintendo didn't win Microsoft and Xbox One. I was like, mm, but did they? <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for Nintendo here. And that's hard for me to say because I love some of what has been announced by Microsoft. Mainly Forza. Uh, but the whole like, like a minute and a half of my life spent watching that just pure yeah pleasure. no I can completely agree with you on that and I think you know um, what I like about Nintendo and we've had this conversation before is they stand alone they oh. don't try to compete yep. with anyone they just go look we do us you two do you you want to squabble amongst yourselves you go for it yeah. we don't need to do that we don't need you or your arguments or your PC wars or your console wars. No, we are us. And they've remained the way they have for a long time. As much as people keep saying, graphically, they're backwards, this, they're backwards. And I'm like, mm. but there's a niche in the market for them, isn't there? Oh, it's, it's, uh, see, the thing is with Nintendo is because they've had this record of going, we don't listen to the rules and we do what we like. Yeah. They never needed to worry about graphical power. They've all they've ever focused on is building games, working with their development teams to build games that are fun to play, the games you actually want to play. You know, you've got your... that's that's your some point there because again, I think with Nintendo as well. I mean, they had some incredible games on the on the Wii. I think the Wii, although it was like one of the biggest selling consoles at that time, um, which are, the amount of people I still know to this day that have still got one. Um, mm, oh, oh, yeah, this is incredible. And again, I don't know. I just kind of feel like like PCs as well, not always, but as well at times, but mainly PlayStation and Xbox mm. have gotten caught up in this war of whose is faster, whose is better, whose is... Oh, I, it, I'm beginning to wonder if actually it does affect the quality of the games that come out. You can have flash graphics, of course you can, we all know that, but, but it's taking away from the juice, do you know what I mean? The mm. stuff that makes it the that... Substance. The richness, the substance, yeah. The, the, the storylines nowadays are very... You'll get some smashing one-offs. I mean course we've seen those on both consoles yep but it does concern me that they the quality of the games is starting to take a bit of a nosedive because we're looking at the graphical content mm. we're looking at the size of the games we're looking at you know we're not looking at replayability anymore we're not looking at storylines as much anymore, I don't think. Although, okay, people out there will argue with me and say, well, no, you know, you do have Naughty Dog who have been writing some amazing games, such as The Last of Us. Mm. And yeah, again, I agree with you on that. And the graphical content is also this. Those are specific games that are one-offs in my eyes. Yeah. And like Horizon, Zero Horizon Dawn, again, that is for me a graphically pleasing and a, a one-off when it comes to clever writing yeah. um which is let's face it this is what final fantasy is good at as well you know they always write some sublime characters the production's always phenomenal they go above and beyond anything to produce something that is just more than just out of this world 
it's uncomparable. There is nothing like Final Fantasy out there. Nope. So, you know, these are special one-offs. Mm. And again, you get the likes of Death Stranding. Not everybody liked it. I get that. Okay, but the storyline was very clever. It was unique unto itself. It isn't like anything else on the market. Mm. And graphically, again, it is actually quite pleasing. So there are some rarities and little gems hidden out there that you'll look at and go, yeah, that's flaming amazing, you know. Mm. But I do feel, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do, but I do feel that right now we are so focused on these console wars and about how fast they are and how big we can make something and bigger and better and faster and meaner and ugh. no, do you know, just sit back. Both of you sit back, mm. have a look at what you can produce and focus on what makes a game great. Mm. Let's go back to where we were where games were really good they were epic this is why i like games like um uncharted mm. because they feel like i know yeah and some people again call them interactive movies i disagree with that because actually there's a lot of there's a lot of playability in there oh. it, it's it's action-packed and to be honest i've always had this buzz with it too because i always feel like i'm part of a movie yeah. and that's exactly what they're going for but you don't feel that magic anymore. And the same happened to Kingdom Hearts, for example. Another amazing game. I remember playing number one, number two, um, the versions that are also on the DS. Yeah. Uh, I can never remember the bloody name of it. Something rather 100 and 300 and something days. Uh, 364. Over something. Over two or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. They were phenomenal games. And then, like, Recoded as well. A lot of people don't like Recoded, but I personally enjoyed it, you know. But, again, these games were great. And then number three came along. We waited 14 years, I do believe, for it. And it was really lackluster. Like, the story writing had gone bleh. There was nothing in it. No. And they, uh, I think the problem is, is Disney got its hand on that a lot, I find. Um, you know, Disney were like, "Hey, we want more of what we want and less of what yeah. we want." Disney they sapped the life out of it. The Final Fantasy characters were very few and far between. But what they'd done is very cleverly, they put all the Final Fantasy characters into the DLC, which then you had to pay separately for. The game was very expensive on release anyway, and then you're, you're told you have to buy a DLC. I think it was like fifteen ninety nine or something like that at the time. I was like, "What? Mm. Are you kidding me?" Have I got to pay again the same price nearly for what I played for the game in the first place? You're asking me to pay nearly the same again for, for for a DLC, which basically gives me what I wanted in the first place. This is why I bought the game. You know, it's not just about Disney. I couldn't give a toss about Disney, quite frankly. And I don't, Those characters to me that were in Kingdom Hearts, it wasn't about Disney. It was about Sora. It was about Roxas. It was about Axel. It was about, you know, those characters to me were standout. Nomine, um, Sion, uh, all these different characters. And they were amazing. Mm. And okay, the relationship between Sora and Goofy and Donald, that's a bit wacky, you know. It, it's a bit out there. But again, it wasn't about that for me. It wasn't about the Disney thing. It was about the individual characters. Kyrie. You know, they're really well-written characters. And this is the problem. I just feel like people are banging out these games. They're rushed. Um, I mean, look what happened to Final Fantasy XV. That never really got finished, did it? 
it was rushed at the end. It was the thing with Final Fantasy Fifteen is it had been like so many years in production, so uh, the Fifteen storyline. I can't remember what games it was like joined with, but it's yeah. it was a long time in production, and the final product, leading obviously to the the main game fifteen, while it wasn't finished, it was still a complete game. You still had a complete story out of it, which you don't always get with no. the way the game itself had been done and finished. Obviously, then you bring in the other, like the DLCs and the stories for those characters, and it then it just sort of rounded it off. The game then felt more complete. And granted, it probably should have been in the game anyway. But yeah. It's. I think with. I think a lot of people were pissed about that uh, DLC that was released about Arden. I see. I I've got it. I haven't had a chance to play it yet because I haven't finished the main game. <laughs> no, not me. But I have to say, I think after I think it's chapter nine, it starts to feel rather rushed. Uh, a little bit empty. It, I, th- I think it becomes a little bit easier. I found it became very easy. Um, and not because the game wanted it to be easy, but I feel like I actually got the hang of it. So Maybe it that's what it is. I don't know. Easier. Like, looking around for, like, zip points and how yeah. do I dodge enemies' attacks and, you know, stepping back from a fight and going, okay, this is how I kill it. And, and my brain turned over and went, ah, okay, now I'm finally getting the mechanic, which I probably... I think I might have to go through a whole replay again from the very beginning. Definitely start again. Uh, um, but there were stories of, like, a Luna Freya chapter as well, wasn't there? But that never happened either. It was... Yeah, they they finished that storyline. I think they, they knew it was done. Because um, I think they wanted to do, like, an alternative ending, didn't they? Or uh, show the ending t- between her and Noct. It would have ruined it. Um, but Square are like that. Square would probably end up doing that anyway. Like, oh, here's what could have been had. Oh, been see, I'd so. love to see a happy ending between her and Noct. I think it's lovely. For happy endings, all we have to look at is 14 to know that that's we don't ever get. Oh, them. God, 14. If anyone has a depression, <laughs> it is not the thing to play. 14 has you crying okay. time and time again. Oh, Shadowbringers just. Shame. Shame. <laughs> Honest to God, you think you couldn't cry enough, you know what I mean? I mean, Heaven's Ward, absolutely. But I've never gotten over that, ever. quite honestly. Every single expansion ever. Oh, <laughs> my God. Me in a different way. I felt violated. <laughs> <laughs> it really, honest to God. And then Shadowbringers goes and guts puncture you over and over again, over and over again. Yes, but, you know, anyway, that's just my penny's worth on that. But I think, um, I think you're probably right. <laughs> I, I think, uh, you know, um, Zelda is definitely up there when it comes to the sort of big surprises, the big moments in E3. Because I think E3 was a bit lackluster this year. Yeah, I don't know. Very, very. I mean, from what I saw, the trailers I've seen, the bits I caught up on, it felt like I was being sold rather than actually going oh i, I quite want to buy that just by like watching the game oh, or, yes. or watching the trailers they were just sort of, like forcing it you will buy our product you you have to buy our product because covid and you should have loads of money and yeah you know, that's that's not how that works get out <laughs> it did feel very business like to me and i really wish as well and this is another thing e3 please take advice from your fans stop bloody employing people 
and putting people on that stage that are not people people like that don't can't or can't deal with people or aren't very good at being on stage and vocalizing themselves because it just looks cringy and sounds cringy and it puts me off actually and it stops me watching it mm. i actually all the way through that i struggled to keep watching because i found it real fake and i found it artificial and i found it boring it just a the way I, I, I looked at it and went mm, i'll just wait for the full like trailers and articles to pop up and yeah official sources and get information from those guys which is where we're getting obviously our information from to give to you guys so i mean didn't it feel like a bit of like a a business meeting to you yeah, it, like i mean i've watched like the last like few apple um conferences and it felt a bit like that like it was very yeah like, I mean, corporate apple, yeah it's very corporate in, in apple's sense <laughs> they do it in such a way that hey you you get excited but in in e3's way it was like i can't i can't get excited for this it's just, it's just not exciting enough. It isn't exciting anymore. And I just wish they'd get some boffins and some geeks in there and just go, right, this is what's going on, blah, 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 blah. You know, I mean, to be honest, even the YouTubers that they had on there mm. sort of flexing their muscles, if you want to call it that, even they come across more natural than yeah, half of the people. They're freaking YouTubers oh. at that point. It's like, oh, great, lovely. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just feel like there needs to be more... Uh, interaction between the fans and the people that make these games a little bit more honesty a little less uh, of this cardboard front that they're putting up and i hate this whole business-like attitude that they have between them and us yeah. i think that needs to stop it's not yes okay fundamentally money does change hands but, but it doesn't mean that you can stop caring or that we don't yeah. give a shit and they shouldn't give a shit about us you know so there needs to be something drawn up there someone needs to say something but i think they know this anyway they just don't give a shit Oof. and i think on that note we've already touched on the next topic and we know your, we know your opinions <laughs> so well gonna... what i was going to round off with yeah go on it's obviously um if we go through state of play because obviously they had their own individual uh thing and, and to be honest yeah. <laughs> like when i compare the two sort of xbox video against status state of play State of play was literally only 31 minutes long. Yep. From beginning to end. <laughs> so it's like, were probably wow. Gameplay minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not good, I've got to be honest. But um, yeah, so obviously a rundown of PlayStation and State of Play so that people know what we're comparing, comparing the things that we've seen today to because obviously mm. had PlayStation been there to, during the weekend, then they'd have been involved in this and this is pretty much the stuff that they dispute out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so obviously there's, there are some good, great games coming. I'm not going to diss that on PlayStation. Um, but after seeing and hearing what we've heard, I think this is not really comparable. No. Um, okay, so we basically have... Okay, the first thing that they introduced was... Because um, obviously this happened back in February, just to make yeah, that clear. Had, uh, February and May. M May. I think. May the 17th, I think it was um so yeah uh february they announced uh, a ca crash bandicoot 4 nice. uh an update not the game oh. just to put that out there Double not nice <laughs> so it's like okay not that i'm knocking crash bandicoot because i like it but you know and i've, I've got the crash uh, team racing game as well that's oh my god that's hard um <laughs> 
Yeah, I've raged game and I got to a point where I just can't get past this one boss and I'm just like, do you know, I'm done with this game and I'll put it down. <laughs> Screw that noise, I'm done. <laughs> oh my god. It is the most raging inducing. Seriously, I mean, Dark Souls ain't got nothing on that, I tell you. Um, which we'll find out, by the way, by tomorrow. Um, yeah, so we have Crash Bandicoot in this update and then they announced Returnal on PlayStation 5, which obviously is PlayStation 5 exclusive at yep. that point in time. Um, which actually has gone down quite well from what I can gather and people seem pretty happy with it but there were some tweaks that they made to it to be fair to the producers that made it and the devs that created it um, they did make some changes that people asked for uh, I think it was something to do with save points or something like that and people were complaining that they were losing some save data or something like that and they felt that it needed it even if um, I don't know, something to do with save data I think yeah. Um, something along them lines they've been actually they have been listening to what the fans want changed and they've been doing it so oh. that's cool that's a moment where yeah cool I like that I like the fact that they're actually listening to people mm. that's cool um, and then there's Knockout City which is a multiplayer battleground style game where you throw balls at each other basically like dodgeball oh, uh, I've seen the like demo gameplay of that yeah I'm, I'm not convinced <laughs> <sighs> again i feel like it's going to be one of these fad things um i find uh and again nothing against people who like these kinds of games but it's always the same sort of person that play it generally because i've actually played this game mm. um i can see the addictiveness i get that it's colorful it's reasonably fast-paced it's cheerful but you can see already there are people on there, just like on Fortnite, that eat, sleep, breathe this game uh, to death. It's gonna be one of those. So the minute you get on there as a newbie, your ass is handed to you instantly. So for me, that's pointless. Yeah. Why do you put these higher tier level players in with newbies that ain't got a clue what they're doing? Because mm. I tell you now, all that happens then is you just get these bloody griefers, as they call them. They just grief people. That's all yeah. they do. And, I was in there for three minutes. They started griefing me, and I gave them some shit back, to be fair. But after that, I turned it off. I was just like, this is not what gaming's about. No. It's not about getting mad at each other. It's not about... It shouldn't be like that. What they should be doing is aiding people. If, if they need to be taught something, learn them. I don't know. Just anything. But these people that are at that level should not be playing with newbies. And this is going to be, I think, more of... How can I put it? a mid-teenager to perhaps a little bit younger to me. I can't see how this is going to be... This is a niche, again, a bit like Fortnite, although yeah. Fortnite, you know what I mean, has grown over the years, and it's one of the most played games there is in the world, I think, at this point. But it's... it's Yeah, again, it's, a, it's that niche in the market. Kids love it. Kids mm. wear the T-shirts. I can see it being a bit like that for a while, but I can't see it taking off either. Um, so it's a bit, it's a bit meh. It's good, but it's not good. We'll see how it plays out. I guess it, it might be one of those ones that's crap. So yeah, I can't see it sort of being anything major. I've got to be honest. Um, what else did we get? And obviously in that game as well, I do feel like it'll end up being a microtransaction as well, yeah. just to make that clear. Because I know that you also have to play for that game. I honestly thought it was going to be free to play. It isn't. Oh. It's going to it's going to cost. I've played the demo, but it's going to cost thirteen thirteen ninety nine. I think it is. Oh well, shit. And then you've got microtransactions in there as well. And believe you me, I wouldn't pay thirteen pound for that. I've got to be honest. Um, 
Okay, so then we've got... Oh, but this is a game that actually looks um, unique. Again, this is something that both myself and my partner want. Um, Sifu, which is... Or Shifu, uh, which is Chinese, apparently. Uh, Shifu is actually the word for teacher or sensei in oh. Chinese. Um, it's an indie fighter game. Right. Um, yeah, so basically it's... Again, a specific kind of style. Again, if you look it up, anybody wants to look it up, it's it's just pretty. It's nice. Um, it's action-packed, I suppose you want to call it that. It's just kung fu for the most part and Chinese martial arts and stuff, you know. Mm. Um, I presume there's a story in there somewhere uh, from what I can gather, but, you know. Um, yeah, but as they say, like I say, obviously, yeah. So Shifu is Chinese for teacher or sensei. You know, you get to learn something every day. Worthwhile getting up this morning, people. What else have they got? I I did briefly look into it, but um, they've got Solar as well, which is a 3D platformer, which again has a really unique art style. Uh, that will be available on the PlayStation Four and Five. Um, Shifu is also going to be um, on the PlayStation 4 and 5 as well. That's coming out this year, I do believe. All right. Um, another game, of course, I think everybody at this point has heard this to death. And uh, my God, I am so sick of hearing the theme tune that it's gone through one ear, out through the other, and I really don't care if it comes back through again. Um, oh, my God. I've, uh, uh, basically, Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, yay. Another Woo! game. Kids love it. At the end of the day, it's—I don't think it's really supposed to be for children necessarily. It's but not a kids game. <laughs> but it does seem to be aimed at children, which is really bizarre. The um, is very. It's just weird. I, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, it's not for me personally, but either way, it is available on the PlayStation Four and Five, and will be available in 2021. So it is going to be released this year. I just don't know when. Oh, nice. Um. Also announced Oddworld Soulstorm, which was released on April the 6th. Oh. Um, obviously, that was a good game at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't fault that one. Um, it's a nice classic. Um, another one that we're looking forward to as well. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. I am buying this one. So okay. I'll give I'll give a review on it when I, when I finally get around to it. Um, it's called Kina. Bridge of Spirits, right. um, which will be available to PlayStation 4 and 5 on August 24th, 2021. I've got to be honest, I cannot wait. It looks beautiful and it looks unique. It It's just amazing. Basically, you're like a, a girl that has magic powers, essentially. Mm. She has like little sidekick and stuff and, you know, got this big wand and then she can do this magic uh, bow and arrow and she takes on several different roles to defeat certain bosses and different creatures and again, check it out. Seriously, mm. it is well worth looking at because it's beautifully, beautifully done and I'm looking forward to it. It's one of the ones that have been stand out. They mentioned it um, I think it was halfway through last year as well that I saw a clip. It's absolutely gorgeous. I'll have to have a look into that. Oh, yeah, I think you might like it, actually. I mean, it's got, like, a fantasy element to it. Uh, it's very much fantasy. Um, and it looks good. Uh, the voice actors sound really good, too. So, mm. um, And another one, which, again, I've seen this time and time again, and this, strangely, this is done by Bethesda. Um, Deathloop. 
Uh, oh. It's got like a retro vibe, sort yeah. of Bond feel to it. I've seen that, and I love the look of it. Yeah, it looks unique. Again, I'm not going to fault it. Um, it will stand out to certain people. I personally, although it looks really good, um, it ain't my style. Uh, but that's going to be on the PlayStation 4 and 5 as well, uh, according to what I've seen. And obviously they announced at that point Final Fantasy VII's update for Yuffie's DLC, uh, um, which, yes, yes into, plenty of fans were very pissed off about. Uh, um, into something or other. Intermission update, mission thingy. Yeah, that we're not getting yeah. on PS4, but they're getting on PS5 because yeah. fuck the PlayStation 4 crowd. Am I yep. right? <laughs> yep, pretty much, uh, and that, that didn't get down too well. I've got to be honest. <laughs> I saw a lot of swearing. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, obviously, one of my favourite games of all time is releasing a sequel, Zero Horizon Dawn, as I mentioned before, Forbidden West, uh, PlayStation exclusive, and it looks absolutely stunning. Got to be honest, uh, even the gameplay is absolutely gorgeous. But yeah, that's basically it. So that, I mean, that is it, <laughs> literally. So over the course of two months, they've, no disrespect to Sony, they've announced this, a similar amount through State of Play that E3 guys have announced in like two days, three days. So, yeah. but I think that with Sony, it's a cherry picking thing. Which is kind of like the, they, they pick what they want to announce. It's the best of. Um, I don't. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, I mean, that list isn't weak. I mean, I can't say it's weak. There's three are... there at least that I know are going to be well received. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, and we know which ones they'll be, but that's pretty obvious. It's, but it's, it's one of those things that that Sony will do, and they will just dump stuff on us. It'll be like, oh hey, here's some content. Lots of games. So what you're saying is like slowly, slowly catchy monkey. Yeah, I think I think what they they'll wind up and they'll just hit us hard with just a, like AAA titles out of nowhere. Um, God, I hope you're right. I really hope you're right because after that, plus Game Pass, sorry, I really, really concern over it. They clearly hmm. aren't concerned because the response from them there isn't any. <laughs> so. Well, yeah. At the end of the day, we can only hope. I know the next state of play is due soon, so maybe they've got something up their sleeves that's just going to be like, hey, here you go, have some I more stuff. I bloody hope so. Um, I really hope so, because, look, I, I'm not up for console wars or anything like that, oh, no. but I am deep inside a PlayStation girl. I have been since PlayStation 1. Since so, yeah, and I find it very hard. And I've got to be honest, I've got short, fat little fingers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've got stubby heads. So for me, you know, Xbox was a little bit blokish for me. It was just a bit big and robust. I mean, and the original the control controls pad. for the Xbox were the worst because they were designed they were for beastly. basketball players. Who <laughs> thought that was a good idea, Microsoft? Oh, God. They are huge. But my brother's just showing me his Xbox One controller. He's got a, a newer version and an older version. He's showing them both to me. And he's like, well, if you look at it now, have a feel of that. It ain't like the old ones. No, they... And they're a lot smaller. They've, they have shrunk the controller size right down. They did it uh, actually in the original Xbox phase. And then they made them slightly bigger again for 360. 
and the size has not changed massively since the 360 days. Um, the Pro controllers, or the Elite controller, form factor-wise, is slightly bigger. Yeah. And they, But they do fit in the hand well. So they... I think they've made the controllers, especially for, for, for Microsoft and Xbox, they've made the controllers grow with its audience. Obviously now their audience being adults, they've gone, well, we need a slightly bigger controller to fit a slightly bigger hand, but not too big that, you know, your eight-year-old couldn't pick up the controller and play Fortnite. You know, yeah. It's, it's, it's the sort of perfect size, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm like you, I'm, I'm Sony PlayStation through and through, um, you know, the, the, I will forever be a PlayStation gamer, but I've had Xboxes uh, until recently. I had a Switch. Um, I had to sell that on because I needed some funds because money was not great. Um, and just, you know, I've had multiple Xbox, and now I've got my PC, so I can just play Xbox yeah. games on my PC. Um, so I just just being a gamer through and through just it helps with especially the hype on E3 um, or here in lack of for most of it. <laughs> yeah, it's not. This is this is definitely the worst E3 I think we've had in several years. Several yeah, years. I mean, I'm not going to say that COVID got in the way, but I am going to say COVID got in the way. Um, it kind of did, but you know what? Again, I, I'm I'm. I've given up just recently making excuses because of COVID. Oh, um, there's got to be a point where we have to hold people accountable, you know. And I think these devs and producers and managing directors and the CEOs of all these big companies, they know hmm. what they're doing. Oh yeah, they ain't stupid. Well, we... that's questionable. Um, the choices they make are questionable. Yeah. And I think they need to start working hand in hand with fans a little bit more. Mm. Because often, more often than not, as we've seen, as I've mentioned to you before, some of the fans are actually far more talented than some of the devs that actually make these bloody games. Oh, for sure. You know, we know this. They know this. And that's why so many people like, I mean, Bethesda, to be fair to them, like they've allowed devs to, um, moderators or mods or whatever you want to call them, uh, and they've allowed modders to work on Skyrim and, mess about with that you know to the heart's content and do you know what they've done a damn good job in most cases you know so yeah again i just wish they would start listening to the fans the fans aren't just fans these are people that also work in these areas of work too so they get it you know we need, they just need to communicate better and, and work with people better and respect people's money and respect people that are purchasing the games mm. that's all we need to do it's such a simple thing to do I do not get it. I don't get it. The organizer of E3, you've heard it here. Make it happen. Yes, make this happen. Listen to us. We know what we're talking about here. <laughs> we I think. think. I, hang on, hold up. It's questionable. Uh, questionably. Uh, anyway, I think that pretty much covers everything. Uh, it does indeed. I think it does too. Considering our minor technical issues, we've been going for a while now. And <laughs> yeah, we have. Um, so. And I want to go and level up my gun breaker. <laughs> I've only got a level and a half to go. Just till I'm level 80. Do it. I'm not going to hit Final Fantasy 14 tonight because uh, apparently I'm not allowed to because actually that's a lie. I could, but uh, we have to watch Loki 
uh, on Disney Plus. So not a shout out <laughs> to Disney, but it's definitely a thing, and we're watching it. So, um, yes. Well, as always, you can catch us on our social medias. Uh, we have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have YouTube, uh, which will be honestly getting used soon. Um, I need to find time to sit down and upload vi videos. Um, <laughs> we also have our Discord. Um, everything is linked in the podcast description. <coughs> Excuse me. On the platform of choice, uh, wherever you find us, do leave a follow, comment, uh, any form of rating system rating. That'd be awesome. Um, so Give us some love. We we just we want to know that we're doing the right thing for the community that is the gaming community. Obviously, we're covering a lot of video game stuff here at the moment. Yep. But that will change soon. Um, yes, it will. It's 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 a thing because I'm going to be teaching Dawn some shit. <laughs> oh right, because I need shit taught to me. What 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 are you going to oh, teach me, oh, Kieran? Tr trust me, I'm a teacher. Some shit. <laughs> okay, just right. Like, well, I'm looking forward to that. We'll we'll, we'll just see how that goes down. Don't look forward to that. Anyway, yeah. From myself, I think. Oh, plug, Ooh. plug, plug. Which plug are we talking about here? The plug where I get to make a complete dick of myself playing Dark Souls tomorrow oh, night. Yes. So, is it tomorrow night or is it Friday night? Either way. What day is it? It's Thursday. It's Wednesday today. <laughs> Bloody hell, is it only Wednesday? It's only Wednesday. I thought it was Thursday. <laughs> and this probably will actually go out on Thursday because I'm not going to be able to edit it tonight. So. No way, no way. Um, no, Friday night. Friday so night. If you're, AP. It'll be not tomorrow night, but the tomorrow after the tomorrow. So, anyway, <laughs> it's going to be Friday. Friday night. Plug it. Friday night on Twitch at 8pm you'll get to see me make a complete dick of myself on Dark Souls, bearing in mind I have only ever played Dark Souls three, four times the most and I've never usually played more than 10 to 15, maybe 20 minutes at a push oh, so, because I keep getting to the same place <laughs> and I'm getting wrecked basically each and every time, and I make the same mistake over and over again. So, who knows? One of you might be able to get me some advice whilst I'm online. Check in, see where I'm going wrong. I mean, I'm definitely going to be laughing in the comments section, so... Uh, yeah, I thought you might. Um, you should definitely check that out. So, if you're into your Dark Souls, you can follow us on Twitter. Twitter? Twitch. Uh, at Geeked Gaming. Uh, again, the link is in the podcast description uh, above, left, right, down, wherever that description might appear. Uh, you can click the link and it will send you there. You can watch my past stream. I think it's still up where I played uh, Gone Home, one of my favorite <laughs> storytelling weird games of all time. Very bizarre game. I do enjoy Isn't it. Isn't made by the same people that did Gone to the Rapture? Everyone's uh, Gone to the Rapture. Yes, I'll fact check that later. Uh, not sure, possibly. Either mm. way, gone th everyone's gone to Rapture with ass. Uh, <laughs> oh, I quite liked it. I didn't like it to start with, but it was um, it's definitely weird. Well, there's it's another topic where we fight out why our games are better than each other. Anyway, yeah. it's sound off. <laughs> so for today, uh, I'll let Dawn again do the soundy off stuff because that's not my forte. I am not a DJ. <laughs> Take out DJ Dawn. Um, yeah, so... That's it from us here over at Geeked. And 
obviously you can come back and check us where we got our news reviews and interviews and everything that is geeky and nerdy across the spectrum and uh, we hope to see you again soon take care of each other and uh, yeah we'll catch you later ta roll out bye <laughs>